Hello and welcome to another episode of Footnotes, my PhD in the making. This is the podcast where I honestly reflect on my PhD journey, taking you along with me. I'm Carlotta, nice that you're here, now let's get started. Nice that you made it back for another episode. Today I want to follow up a little bit on the episode about the choice of context and how our role as a researcher changes throughout the research progress. I want to talk about the notion of being an insider or an outsider. There are various pros and cons for conducting both insider research and outsider research. Before I dive deeper here, I want to share some of the advantages and disadvantages of my own understanding of the role of an insider and an outsider researcher. It really used to be that people were arguing that insiders have a greater advantage in doing research, especially in ethnography. They are familiar with the context, they have easier access, they can build relationships with people that they understand, and it's more natural for them to develop a deeper understanding of what's going on in a certain group of people. However, today, there's also arguments that say it can be very tricky if you blur the boundaries of personal and research, and that a lack of distance and objectivity might really distort the findings of the research. On the other side, new perspective and a fresh look on situations and communities can often bring new insights. However, outsider researchers are often branded with the fact that they can't truly understand anyone outside their own circle. The chances of findings being valid can be strengthened if both involvement and estrangement are combined at the same time. This is very complex and I spend a lot of time (laughs) or space and words in my thesis report explaining this insider-outsider role. To me personally, it's most important to stay reflexive about one's own positionality. I don't care that much about the distance people have from their participants or the context they're in. I think being empathetic towards the context and towards the participants is what counts most. There also starts to be an understanding now that our identities are fluid and that it's much more complex than talking about the binary system of insiders or outsiders. Rather, and I think this is very cool, today we talk of an outsider-insider spectrum. That means that as a researcher, I might find myself on very different ends of the spectrum, depending on the situation I'm in and the people I'm with. Things that this can depend on is gender, age, experiences that we might have in common or not, language, values, beliefs, family situations. No matter the distance or the closeness that we have with our participants, the most important is being empathetic. But what does empathy truly mean in this kind of context? I looked it up in the Merriam-Webster dictionary just because I was really curious what it would mean if I, as a researcher, want to approach my research participants foremost with empathy. And the dictionary defines empathy as, and I quote this, the action of understanding, being aware of, being sensitive to, and vicariously experiencing the feelings, thoughts, and experiences of another, of either the past or present, without having the feelings, thoughts, and experiences fully communicated in an objective, explicit manner. So basically that means that understanding the other person, even without them concretely saying or communicating their feelings or experiences. I think that's a really hard thing to do as a researcher and that this line between personal and research can become very blurry. 
What I foresee to be one of the biggest challenges is navigating this insider-outsider spectrum and positioning myself on one hand as the researcher who comes with a question and who comes with a clear task into a community and a context. And on the other hand, part of that task is to build relationships. From my own experiences in Bangladesh, where I did my master's research, it became clear to me how fine that line is and that when you become friends with your participants, there's no longer any consent given, or at least no explicit consent. And it becomes very hard then to distinguish between what is being said on record for your research and what's happening behind the scenes, so to say, in the community. Anyways, that's a very complex question or problematic and just to follow up on the episode about the choice of methodology I wanted to share that I ended up deciding to do ethnography or multi-sided ethnography because I'm still planning to look at different contexts next to each other and especially in that scenario where I'm going to different contexts and will have a clear role as an outsider in most aspects it's so important to meet my participants with true empathy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Footnotes, my PhD in the making. I'm Carlotta, take care and stay tuned for more raw reflections in next week's episode.